Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 316 for the week of June 17, 2013. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with the coming week's astrological forecast and regularly feature listener emails, recorded listener consultations, and interviews with other astrologers. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of ThisWeekInAstrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. This is a short show. We alternate short and long shows every week, more or less. And this week, we, of course, start with the next seven days forecast. Got a lot of major stuff going on this week and a preview of the following week where there's even more major stuff. And we also have a couple of little bonus things this week. The most notable is that we are giving away a free consultation on this show somewhere during its running time. We will announce the name of the person who can contact me and get their free consultation. We give one away every time the seasons change, and here we are at the summer solstice. In addition, I've got a couple of listener emails in response to the live listener consultation with Sally on last week's show. So I hope you enjoy the show. And without further ado, let's jump in and get into the forecast. Let's start with what's old. We've got a waxing moon and several retrograde planets, Saturn through July 8th, Pluto through September 20th, Juno through September 24th, Neptune through November 13th, and Chiron through November 19th. Yes, it's retrograde season again. What's new this week? Well, the summer of abundance, as I have dubbed it. Begins this week with a two-month Jupiter-Saturn-Neptune grand trine. Woohoo! Law of attraction work is powerfully supported. Other major events include the summer solstice and a surprisingly inspiring Capricorn full moon. Those guys are not known, Capricorn, for happy thoughts. And be sure to follow those intuitive flashes as Mars sextiles Uranus. To fill in a few gaps, we've also got another grand trine supporting the big one. That's Sun-Saturn-Neptune. We have a Sun-Jupiter conjunction. I think I mentioned the summer solstice already, the Sun entering Cancer. Mars is also squaring Chiron. And we've got a variety of other events, including a Mercury-Venus conjunction, Venus conjunct Vesta, Ceres entering Leo. It's quite a packed week. And as always, I'm going to be here giving you the blow-by-blow -blow on how to make the very best use of these energies. Let's dive into the individual days. On Monday, June 17th, we open with a Mars-Uranus sextile. This is with Mars at 12 Gemini, Uranus at 12 Aries. You can act on your intuitive flashes with greater dynamic ease as Mars sextiles Uranus. With Mars in Gemini, you may also catch lots of great ideas. Now, why did I say act on the intuitive flashes with greater dynamic ease because it's a sextile connecting them. Sextile is a flowing energetic angle and that's where greater dynamic ease comes from. Mars and sextile Uranus. Uranus is the intuitive flash. Mars is action. So that's how I called that interpretation. On Tuesday, June 18th, Relations with your domestic partner may require some adjustment with Cancerian Venus Quincunx Juno. Keeping your heart open will help this process flow. 
And then we have the biggest event of the week and one of the biggest events of the summer, if not the biggest. It's a two-month-long Grand Trine featuring Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune. It's not only one of the most important, but one of the most fortunate astrological events. Again, kicking off today here on June 18th, Tuesday. It's going to peak in about a month on July 17th, and about a month later it ends on August 16th. So you got two great months of this grand trine, which is simply an equilateral triangle in the sky, formed by Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune. Now, whenever Neptune and Saturn connect, the law of attraction is empowered. For more on the law of attraction, just go to my site, astroshaman.com, use the search box in the upper right corner and type law of attraction. And one of the first hits will be an article I wrote called the law of attraction made simple. You can learn all about it there. In this context, Neptune represents visualization and imagination. Saturn represents crystallization and physical manifestation. So for most of the summer, holding the vision of what you want to attract into your life receives special empowerment. Now we can go even more specific. The Grand Trine is in the water signs. So visualizations that relate to family, nurturing, and security. That would be Jupiter in Cancer. Transformation, sacred sexuality, and occult practices. That would be Saturn in Scorpio. And spiritual union and divinely inspired creativity. That would be Neptune in Pisces. All receive extra support. Now, to receive maximum benefit, trines and grand trines must be activated by your intention and action. So please do not fall prey to the lazy trine syndrome, as my mentor, Kelly Phipps, loves to say. Mine your trines for maximum benefit. The, the beauty of trines is that they connect so easily and naturally. It's also the challenge of trines because it does take so little effort to get some effect from them. One tends to just sometimes go with the flow of what's already happening. However, if you apply diligent willpower and conscious effort to the gift of the trine, then it can reap even more amazing rewards. So now, not only do we have today this amazing Jupiter-Saturn-Neptune grand trine, but another grand trine starts today also here on Tuesday. And it also has Neptune and Saturn in it, but the third planet is the Sun. And the Sun is uh, about to conjunct Jupiter anyway, so it's right there in Jupiter's corner. So this one is a lot quicker because obviously the Sun moves much faster than Jupiter does in the uh, geocentric universe. Uh, it starts today again on June 18th. It's going to peak on June 26th, and it ends on July 4th, Independence Day here in the U.S. The Sun adds vitality to the other grand trine, the Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, and will help you personally embody its energy. So, wow, not only do we have this amazing Jupiter, Neptune, Saturn grand trine, but the sun's in there kicking it off even stronger. Yay. <laughs> Our final event here on Tuesday, June 18th, is the moon going void and barely makes the cutoff here in the U.S. Eastern time zone. It goes void at 11.56 p.m., and that void is definitely going to resolve itself on the next day. So let's move right along to that next day, which is Wednesday, June 19th. And in fact, the resolution of the void moon is the first order of business. The moon enters Scorpio at 2.39 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Again, void moons, the basic idea is try not to start major new stuff during void moons. It's more of a business-as-usual energy. You want the uh, new energy of that moon hitting the next sign behind you if you're starting new stuff. 
So as Scorpio, the moon is putting out a two and a half day energy of going to the depths, uh, detective work, investigation, sacred sexuality, uh, the occult, um, passionate, intense immersion into whatever you're doing so that you can use with Scorpio. So we then move on to a Moon-Saturn conjunction, and that's happening around 11.20 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time here on Wednesday, the 19th of June. And that puts a more serious tone into the air. Saturn is all business, and it's very good for productivity, responsibility, discipline, and such. So uh, much of midday on Wednesday will be that vibe for us here, at least in the eastern U.S. area. Next up, we have a Sun-Jupiter conjunction and this is happening um, around noon, actually, here on this day. And they happen late in Gemini. They're actually coming together at 28 and a half Gemini. And this transmits a last hurrah, blast of support for learning and communication before both planets then move along into Cancer. It can also add some luck and good fortune to all your activities. Jupiter, after all, was long regarded as the great benefic, and I think it still does carry some measure of luck. And by the way, I believe that even if the expansion it gives you is something that is not pleasant, because I consider it lucky to be see, to be able to see and feel what you need to work on, and therefore you can clear it, and once cleared, your beautiful divine light shines even more beautifully, and your life becomes even more harmonious. So I would include in luck uh, all the challenges that arise as a result of Jupiter's expansion. If you are consciously working on yourself, you'll know what I'm talking about. Next up, we have a Mars-Chiron square. Mars at 14 Gemini and Chiron at 14 Pisces. Now, hard angles between these two guys, such as this square, often trigger old wounds. As challenging life events bring buried emotions up to be cleared, a healing invocation may help you. Easy way to get to that on my website is to go to astroshaman.com. Go to the footer in the middle column of the footer. Look for the word invocations. It's under the blog categories. Click it. And five articles down on the page that comes up is uh, an article on how to work with your stuff. I believe it's called Your Negative Reactions, Golden Opportunities for Clearing and Awakening. And the invocation specifically is... Spirit that I am, please saturate me with your loving, healing light. Please clear from me all energies that do not serve highest good. Starting now, thank you. And uh, the article will tell you more how to work with that, but you really can clear stuff very fast uh, by asking your divine to do it for you rather than trying to micromanage it all from the ego. Also, this Mars-Chiron square uh, can support mentoring and counseling, not only because Chiron's involved, but because Mars is in Gemini the sign of communication and talking. On Thursday, June 20th, we open with a void moon. This one's coming in at 3.17 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, and it will go overnight. So we'll maybe find out on Friday when it resolves. Yes, indeed we will. Uh, let's, however, first talk about the Mercury-Venus conjunction here on Thursday, June 20th. These guys are coming together right about at 22 Cancer. And harmonious communication, especially between family members, because it's all in cancer, is supported with this Mercury-Venus conjunction. Enhanced inspiration is also available for your creative writing and thinking. On Friday, June 21st, the sun enters cancer. And that's at 1.04 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. This triggers the summer solstice. 
And that means, of course, on this show that we'll be doing a free drawing this very show. It will be later on uh, in the next part. So do hang around for that. If you've ever sent your chart data in, then you might hear your name called. Woo-hoo. So um, anyhow, but for the rest of us, <laughs> um, for the next month with the sun and cancer, the themes of domesticity, family, nurturing, and security will all be empowered. So that's the fundamental vibe of the summer solstice. I do intend to write an article on the summer solstice chart in astrology. Uh, Each of the four seasonal charts um, have a message for the three months to come. And my hope is to have that up and be talking about it by next week's show. So hope to give you a little special info on that. In addition, on this day, on Friday, June 21st, the moon enters Sagittarius And that's going to be at 4.30 a.m., 4.31 a.m., just to be safe. And that will end the void that began, uh, I believe, very late on the prior day, Thursday. Nope, I was misremembering. What that actually means is on Thursday, the void started at 3.17 p.m. And now the following day, Friday, June 21st, the moon hits Sag at 4.31 a.m. And the void. Moon in Sag is always a bit of refreshment after it's been in Scorpio. Scorpio is so deep and intense and in the shadows sometimes. And Sagittarius is quite the opposite, you know, bright sunlight outdoors, jumping up and down, celebrating, happy, getting into your philosophy and meaning of life and spirituality and foreign cultures. So those are all some Sagittarian meanings you can milk a little bit while the moon's in that sign. We'll be right back with the weekend forecast and the rest of the show. You can hear my weekly forecast every week on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox every week? And while we're at it, how about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with AstroShaman's free weekly email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? It's All Good Astrology is an authorized dealer for SolarFire Gold. It'll even run on your Mac under Windows emulation software. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar and choose Solar Fire Software from the drop-down menu. A free weekly forecast and the best available price on Solar Fire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. On Saturday, June 22nd, Ceres, the asteroid goddess, enters Leo. Uh, Ceres, uh, I'll just keep it simple for this interpretation, we'll call her a significator of abundance. She is the grain goddess, after all, and there's lots of grain. <laughs> um, she's going to be in Leo through August 28th. During this time, the judicious use of calculated risk, that's a Leo keyword, can be rewarded. Also observe how much of your self-esteem is dependent on the applause and approval of others. Ceres rules fundamentally what do I value, including yourself, thus self-esteem. And Leo, of course, does like praise from other people. So just be mindful as Ceres runs through Leo, uh, how much of your self-esteem are you drawing from the other person versus how much you are just fundamentally knowing within yourself. I will promise you, uh, fundamentally, you are of value simply because you exist as a divine expression in physical form. You are valuable simply because you exist. 
not because of anything you might be doing. So the more you rest in that awareness, um, the less other people's opinions even matter to you. <laughs> Next up, we have a Venus-Vesta conjunction that's also here on Saturday, the 22nd of June. And this conjunction asks how much pleasure you can take in serving a selfless cause. Venus would be the pleasure and Vesta would be the selfless cause, like the sacred fire of the Vestal Virgins, for example. With both planets in Cancer, you may be able to bring more heart-centered nurturing to the object of your devotion. Uh, one way the mind could go with that as well, if it's Vesta in Cancer, then I should be devoting myself to my family. But it may be, maybe not. Um, you can just take it as a sense of, wow, really open the heart, Cancer, to what I'm devoted to, whether it has to do with my family or not. Your choice. On Sunday, June 23rd, we open with another void moon. This one's at 3.09 a.m., U.S. Eastern Time, and only lasts about an hour. The moon hits Capricorn at 4.09 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, just about one hour later, actually. So the moon in Capricorn is, again, that serious Capricorn vibe I mentioned earlier, discipline, maturity, responsibility, good time management. Uh, some people can sometimes feel a little funky or depressed with the moon in Capricorn. If you find that's happening to you, if you're especially moon-sensitive, this can happen if you've got a lot of cancer planets, for example, or a lot of fourth house planets or a lot of moon aspects. Um, you may find it helpful to either devote yourself to some good work where all that Capricorn energy gets happy getting something done. Or it may be a sign to become the hermit, another Capricorn archetype where you just kind of rest in your isolation, uh, meditate, contemplate, just kind of do your interior work. A lot of time that is the reason depression has come to visit you is because you have been so externally focused, you are neglecting your inner work. And the energy for external things is uh, taken away from you until you take care of your inner business. So one way of thinking about that. I'm not, by the way, talking about like, you know, psychiatrically diagnosed depression where you simply cannot function. I'm talking about the milder depression or funkiness that most of us experience there. What else have we got today besides the moon in Capricorn? Well, we have a full moon. We should probably talk about that. It shines forth today, Sunday, June 23rd at 7.32 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time in Capricorn at 2 degrees 9 minutes. Check how fulfilled you are with your career, reputation, discipline, maturity, responsibility, and time management and make adjustments as needed. I remember that uh, Grand Trine I mentioned earlier, the Jupiter-Saturn-Neptune Grand Trine the last two months? Well, this full moon lines up right on it, forming a kite aspect pattern. Uh, this further amplifies its extraordinary manifestation potential. Yay! <laughs> sort of an uh, exclamation point on that Grand Trine with the full moon lining up on it. As always, I like to talk about the full moon Sabian symbol. And if you want to know more about Sabian symbols, go to astroshaman.com. And I always link the word Sabian symbol in my forecast. And it will take you to Linda Hill's wonderful explanation of how those came to be. Anyhow, the Sabian symbol for this full moon is the human soul in its eagerness for new experiences seeks embodiment. The symbol reminds us to remember what we really are, pure awareness, indestructible and eternal. The more you consciously operate as the divine being that you truly are, the less the challenges of this human incarnation will cause you suffering. To experience this firsthand, uh, there's an invocation I link to from the forecast for this week on the website. 
and it goes right to the specific invocation. I'll just tell you the language. Spirit that I am, please saturate me with the maximum amount of light and divine consciousness that serves highest good. Starting now, thank you. And if you just rest in the breath after saying that, taking no action other than returning to breath awareness, it might amaze you what can happen. <laughs> Our final event of the week and of this Sunday, June 23rd, is a Moon-Pluto conjunction kicking in around 8.30 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And this is a transformation energy. Pluto is death and rebirth, the phoenix burning to ash and resurrecting, the caterpillar morphing into the beautiful butterfly. So uh, embrace some transformation on Sunday evening or um, do things like sacred sexuality, occult practice, uh, research, detective work, all the uh, Scorpio-type keywords that I mentioned earlier in this forecast. And that wraps up this forecast. Looking ahead to next week's show, the week of June 24th, uh, we don't have nearly as many events, but they carry a wallop. The headline event would have to be Jupiter entering the sign of Cancer. Jupiter only changes signs once a year, so we'll go into the full ramifications of that. Uh, there is a new Mercury retrograde starting. I'll give you all the clue in about that. The Sun is trining Saturn and Neptune, which means its little grand trine that I talked about this week is coming exact. We also have Venus entering Leo and making conjunction to Ceres. So as always, I will be here helping you make the best use of all these magnificent astrological energies. Please tune in for that show next week. Welcome to part two of the show. Here we have a few announcements. We have a couple of listener emails relating to last week's show, and we have the announcement of our free consultation winner. First, uh, thanks to all the people who in the last week sent their charts, and we got a lot of people uh, putting their charts. I guess they were kind of wanting to win that free consultation if they could and, and be eligible for part one interpretations. They include Venu, Marlene, Jess, Liz, Janet, Howard, Doug, Lalo, Joyce, Lisa, Nick, Danielle, Karina, Kimberly, Gabriel, and Amanda, thanks to you all for sending in your charts. And again, we will have that free drawing sometime during this section of the show. I now have a few quick announcements. Uh, everything I'm going to talk about is talked about on the homepage of astroshaman.com. Just go to the What's New section, which is just a tiny scroll down, and you'll be able to learn more about any of these events. This Tuesday, June 18th, I have my next shamanic invocation, Heal and Awaken Meetup. You're welcome to join us by phone or in person as I guide you in invocations and also use my shamanic tools to help empower the experience of healing and awakening. Again, that's this Tuesday, June 18, 7.30 to 9 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. If you feel like you got some good from that, then you can use the donate button in the footer of any page at astroshaman.com to express your appreciation. I will also be talking about my Heal and Awaken Invocations in person at the Namaste Center in Hendersonville, North Carolina on June 26th at 7 p.m. That's a Wednesday night. Uh, feel free to come out if you want an in-person upfront experience of that process in Hendersonville. Uh, my new article, or I should say my new chapter in the Transpersonal Astrology book remains in the book, but the reason I'm making this announcement is we're almost done with that intro special. Uh, it's good through June 16th, which I'm recording here on Saturday the 15th, so it's tomorrow, Sunday, June 16th, technically before this show's forecast goes active, but if you're listening before then and you haven't ordered the book, your last shot to save $5.50 on the book 
That's uh, 10% off the cover price plus free shipping. I'm actually on the very last chapter now, and I have so enjoyed the articles. I have learned so much. Um, even after having done 5,000 consultations myself, this has given me a whole batch of fresh, new, wonderful perspectives that I can use in my counseling work. And if you are of the transpersonal vibe, which I'm guessing you are if you're listening to this show more than once, uh, the wonderful ways in which all these different authors uh, help you to integrate the transpersonal into astrology is really amazing. I'm sure there's not anything like it out there in the market. So. Again, if you order from my site, astroshaman.com, by Sunday night, uh, June 16th, then you'll save 550 on the book. I encourage you. And I, I guarantee it. If you don't like the book, send it back and I'll refund your money. Simple as that. So um, I now have a couple of listener emails, uh, which responded to my live listener consultation with Sally last week. First, Tracy wrote... The consultation with Sally was very interesting as usual, but I started trying to retroactively yell at the both of you through my iPod when you were confusing the movie Chocolat with Like Water for Chocolate. I understand the name similarities, but one was set in France while the other is set in Mexico. Personally, I prefer Like Water for Chocolate. It's much funnier. And I believe what we were referring to there was I was telling the story of the movie where the woman, whatever emotion she was feeling as she cooked the food, the people felt it when they ate it. And uh, that was, in fact, uh, like water for chocolate. And I apologize for my error. Then Karina wrote in and said, I listened to your live consultation with Sally on today's podcast, and I have a story I think relates to what you were discussing. Recently, I myself was dealing with some digestive issues that hung around for weeks and were not getting any better, no matter what natural treatments I used, cultured foods, etc. One night, in the state between sleep and wakefulness, I had an intuitive flash about what was going to heal my digestion. It was... Wait for it. Cherry Jello. I was shown its color, texture, temperature, and flavor, weird chemicals and all, as integral to this healing. Now, I'm a former holistic healer and a lifetime eater of organic, healthy foods. But in this case, I ignored my preconceived notions of healthy and unhealthy and just went with my intuition. You will not be surprised to hear that it worked. One day after eating the Jello, my digestion was back to normal and remained so. Today, when I heard you telling Sally to listen to her body, I was cheering. This is the most valuable health advice there is. I certainly don't recommend cherry jello as a remedy. I think I tuned into its particular properties to heal a malady particular to me at that particular time. But I do recommend listening to one's body without judgment. The things it tells us may be somewhat odd, but they will most likely be absolutely correct. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Karina. And now, the moment you may have been waiting for, the announcement of our free consultation winner is Elizabeth. This is the Elizabeth, born February 26, 1962, 2.56 p.m. in Algoria, Iowa, and I bet you there is only one of those. So, Elizabeth, if that's you and you're hearing this, then please let me know you heard me. Uh, go to astroshaman.com, click on the contact link in the upper right corner, email me and tell me, hey, give me my free consultation. It can be astrology or shamanic healing or invocations or any combination thereof. So just let me know and we'll get you set up. Congratulations. And that ends this section of the show. At Astroshaman, I offer a unique mix of services, astrology, guided invocations, shamanic astrology, and shamanic healing. All services are as effective via phone or Skype as they are in person. 
Choose one or mix and match in the same session. Western astrology offers insights into soul purpose, career, relationships, spirituality, timing, relocation, and more. With guided invocations, you can learn how to call on your own divine essence for healing, awakening, or flowing divine energy to others. Shamanic astrology lets you communicate directly with your planet's living intelligence so that they express more harmoniously in your life. And with shamanic healing, you can experience full-spectrum healing and expanded spiritual consciousness customized for your highest good. I also offer electional astrology to help you pick the perfect date and time for any important event. My services are offered on a sliding scale. You can get a 20% discount during your birthday month, and gift certificates are always available. I work with clients all around the world via phone and Skype. You get a free digital recording of your session, and I accept PayPal and all major credit cards. Finally, my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. For more information or to set an appointment, visit astroshaman.com, email info at astroshaman.com, or call 828-338-9852. I love my work, and I look forward to being of service to you. We're wrapping up another short show. Please feel free to tune in next week when we'll have a long show, the forecast plus a nice juicy feature of some kind. If you enjoy this week in astrology, please tell a friend or post or tweet about us or donate to support us at thisweekinastrology.com. You can link to our Facebook page and Twitter feed where I post daily forecasts either from thisweekinastrology.com or from astroshaman.com, my main site. You can listen to This Week in Astrology on your smartphone or tablet at stitcher.com. And if you're an iTunes listener, please do subscribe through iTunes and help us keep our status as the number one astrology podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, may the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2013 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although rampant sharing of this podcast is encouraged. You can access my free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. Sending in your chart data also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every time the seasons change. I welcome your general astrology questions and comments about the show and your specific personal questions. Just send an email to info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's this week's index. The overview begins at 1 minute 42 seconds. Monday, 3.04. Tuesday, 3.44. Wednesday, 7.32, Thursday, 11, Friday, 11.39, Saturday, 13.35, Sunday, 15.31, next week's transits, 19.30, and our part two, which includes our uh, announcements and announcement of our winner and our emails, 21.24. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.